0: We live in a culture that really idolizes our kids. That's a detriment to marriages. It's a detriment to the home and the family health because we're putting our kids first. And that's out of order. Life so. can get busy with kids. We have three. There's plenty of people that have more than three. You start putting in sports and extracurricular activities. Like you could fill up your calendar with just things that are going on for your kids. And if your marriage is suffering because of that, your home will feel probably out of order, chaotic, and you might feel like you're failing. <laughs>
1: What's up, what's up?
0: What's up? Welcome to the Uncomplicated Podcast. We
1: got questions that have come in about faith, about the Bible, about relationships. Anything that you feel is complicated, send it this way. I I make it sound like we get the answers by doing this (laughs) joke. This this, reminded me of... um,
0: Bring it in, bring it in from, we don't talk about what, Bruno? I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, bring it in, bring
1: it in. You got questions? Bring, bring it in. Bring in the questions. And what we want to do is we want to show how the Bible uh, is a guide that helps us navigate life. Yeah. And the truth is, is that God never intended faith to be complicated. So uh, if you don't have a Bible, you can go to justicecolman.com and... Request one, and for free, we will send you the uncomplicated version of the New Testament. It's yep. basically just the New Testament that has <laughs> the top ten questions about faith, kind of at the front end of it. Yeah, and so uh, good. we met a lot of people this week who had their copies with them. How awesome yeah, was that? Yeah,
0: that was so cool. Arizona. Yep. Um. Uh. It was.
1: There was like four or five different. Yeah, states. they all like
0: brought up yeah. their thing, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" It was very cool. We were on a Zoom call with yeah, um, so some people part of. So, hey, let's
1: get into the first question.
0: Yep, let's do it. I feel like I'm failing at parenting. Help. Wow. I feel like I'm failing at parenting. Who would write a question like that? Everybody. Yes. <laughs> Anybody who's ever
1: tried to Anyone raise some kids.
0: that has grown a human and brought him into this world probably at some point has felt like a complete failure.
1: I saw an uh, article this week. About how parents secretly regret having kids. Stop it! I swear, I've seen this article twice. Brand, have you seen this one too? Where it's like it's like it says, uh, we interviewed these parents and we asked them, and they admitted that they wish they'd never had kids. Oh my
0: goodness! Can you believe that? Yeah,
1: and I, you know what I think it is? Honestly, I think it's because they feel like failures.
0: Probably.
1: Yeah, Have yeah. you ever felt like a failure raising our... We have three
0: kids. Oh, 100%. How old are our
1: kids? They are now context? 12.
0: <laughs> you, you, no, that's, you answer that question. It's a test. No, I'm just, just kidding. Just don't ask me their birthdays. It's 12, 12 8, and 7. And Dude, for the, a month and a half out of every single year, our two little ones are the same age. Um, They're Irish twins, so they're 10 and a half months apart. On so Mother's Day, you
1: have two kids that are the same age. Listen
0: to this. On Mother's Day, this is my claim to fame. Um, on one Mother's Day, I had... Just Logan, our oldest. And then the next Mother's Day, one year later, I had three children.
1: (laughs) So I'm I'm
0: guessing... <laughs> from one year to the next.
1: There have been a, a, a few moments where you're like, I can't do this. I feel oh, like a failure. I'm doing a bad job.
0: 100%. I cried for like a good two years straight every day as I had two babies and a toddler all just crying incessantly. So yes, I have felt like a failure. You feel like you're not enough. You're exhausted depending on the season. You're and then it changes. Mom, Thank you. And our
1: kids are doing pretty good. Some of the other day are. complimented my kids. And I said, you know what? We're just <laughs> this last week. I was like, you know what, thank you for that compliment, but we're just kind of crossing our fingers because (laughs) maybe... They've peaked. This could be as good as they get. You know, we don't know. I have a 12 year old. It could go all downhill from right. here. We don't know. I yeah. have a daughter. We don't know what's <laughs> going on. We don't know. I might used be a little, to. Might, I don't know what the daughter territory. A She's little still pride
0: young. was creeping in some, some early years on. And I was like, man, I'm a phenomenal mom. And then I had two more kids and I was like, oh, it's not me. It was just the kid. He's great.
1: <laughs> so someone's writing this question. I feel like I'm failing at parenting help yeah they don't which i love these kind of questions because mm-hmm. come on god never intended faith to be complicated right parenting is yeah <laughs> but faith will actually help you with parenting so, so good. um give me some moment real quick whilst i think about this answer where you felt like a failure
0: oh i can uh, the first one that comes to my mind instantaneously i remember i just had one at the time so i can't blame all, all <laughs> one of <them>. kid. <laughs> one kid one <laughs> kid easy i was at target my uh weekly stop and target
1: is where um i want to go
0: where dreams happen <laughs> just kidding <laughs>
1: Can we talk? Can we talk about how Target has just stepped their game up? Yeah, dude. When I was a kid, Target was like on the level of Kmart.
0: Oh, a thousand percent.
1: So I go all the time now just to get away and escape. It's a
0: nice little escape, man.
1: I would do anything. Peruse. At Target. I buy the stuff clothes, from my house at Target. Home. Exactly. I buy you got clothes it all at there. Target. Don't judge me. I would get my hair cut at Target. They, they also had-
0: now have optical and clinical.
1: Dude, I think my Kaiser Mm -hmm. urgent care is in Target. Target is is. building so much trust with me right now. Yeah, we love Target. I I, want to bank (laughs) at Target. That's what I want to do. You should do it. Yeah.
0: Okay. So I was at Target. um, Which is where we should be. Where you should be. It's actually where I do my grocery shopping. I don't know if that tells you how much I cook. But anyway, I'm grocery shopping. I've got a two-year-old with me. Um, a cart full of groceries, and I've been there way too long, and it's nap time. This is Logan. This is Logan, and he's two, and I I didn't prep properly. I didn't have the snacks. I didn't have the extra, all the things. Because if you're
1: going to Target with a two-year-old, you need to prep.
0: Yeah, you really do. You need the snacks. Yeah. You need the backup, everything. You need the just things to, you know, the whole thing. So anyway, I didn't do it. I've got a whole cart of groceries and You're it's just weighing nap time.
1: it. You're just gorilla style, yeah. just going in. I'm going to take a two year old totally. into this market. Two
0: hours too long there, and I get <laughs> two to, hours probably. I, I get to the register almost, and he's just melting down. Like he's lost his mind. I'm lose. I'm begin to lose mine, and he just stands straight up in the cart. You know where they sit. He stands straight up, and he just brings his hand back. He's crying and he slaps me. Wow. And I had an out of body experience. Like I was judging myself. (laughs) I could see this happening. And I was like, oh my God, everyone watching thinks I'm a terrible mother. My kid's out of control. And I, it took every ounce of me to like, just not flip the heck out because my kid slapping me is not acceptable, is not okay behavior. I would never allow it, but he's past the point of no return. So I'm judging myself. I'm having out-of-body experiences. I grab him. I at this point have a bunch of perishables. So I have to go through the line. He's still wigging out. The whole store is looking at me. It's a it's I don't even know have words for what it was. It's it was a uh, a show for sure. And I get to the car. I get him in. I strap him in. He's still wigging out. And, um, yeah, that was probably the you moment. he made it out alive. I mean, he barely so made you, it out you, alive. Did you? Did but you-, <laughs> <laughs> did you- I... Yes.
1: Did you did you go? To, did you get all your groceries too. I did. So you made it out. I did. Dude, you did it. I did it. You did it. But, but you felt like a failure because your son. was just slapping like slapping you I'm, in the face,
0: slapping me in the face. Like this is not okay. Um, I should have prepared. I should have not had him there that long. I shouldn't have. Dude, stop! You know, all You're the a great things. mom. I am a great it mom.
1: It's just the, but those, you, those moments, moments can yeah. like
0: if you let it. I mean. I think that entire day I sat in failure. Like, am I such a terrible parent that my kid has this like wild behavior or Logan's a great kid. He was just exhausted. And like, Babies need structure, naps, and all the things, toddlers, and they're emotional, and they're figuring out their feelings. But at that moment, I was thinking, honestly, probably more about how I was perceived than what was going on in his little life.
1: Is it fair to say that this is kind of taking this parenting question? I want to get into the answer to this, but, but is it kind of fair to say that all of us are failing at something? Like I've, I, don't feel like I'm getting straight A's right. on my report card. I'm not getting. I'm not getting. I'm not nailing everything in life. Right. Well, it, and
0: parenting's that one thing that is constant. Like yeah. it's not season. Well, there are it's different your identity. It's if you let it be, which yeah. sometimes can get real unhealthy. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Um, but it's something that you do. I mean, for a good 18 years and then after that season changes into a different type of parenting, but you're always, as long as you have kids, you're a parent Yeah, and you can't turn that off. And so I think with parenting, it's not, it's not like a career or a job where you might be in it for five years, 10 years, like,
1: but do you hear what I'm saying about being identity? Like totally you you went from being a woman to being a woman and a mom. Yeah. So there is some identity in there. So I would imagine that the enemy mm-hmm. whose tactic is to lie to you and make you feel bad about yourself right. and accuse you, these are the names that the Bible gives the, the devil, mm-hmm. you know, these these thoughts, the you know, these thoughts yeah. that come into your mind that I'm a failure, I'm the worst mom ever, or, I'm the worst wife ever, or whatever. I have these thoughts about being a dad, about mm-hmm. being a husband, sure. about being a pastor, about being a man. You know, we, and I was actually out to, I was out with some, a couple guys recently, both like, Just stellar guys, like, Mm -hmm. really doing great. And they both just confessed to me what failures they feel like every day. And the truth is, is I think we all feel like we're failing. Maybe not at everything, but at least something. And in those things that are, like, your identity, mm -hmm. like... Now I'm a dad. I'm a man and a dad. I'm a I'm a woman and a mom. I'm a. I think those identity things are really where where you can go to a dark place. Well,
0: and and what's something you said? You go. I feel like we're all failing. I think that's where we have to shift our perspective. We're all going to make mistakes. That yeah. that's a given. So if every mistake feels like a failure, then we're perpetuating that lie. Like oh, I'm a failure, and, and allowing the enemy to lie to us further. I think we have to resolve. To know that we're gonna make mistakes and that's okay Failing would be like I give up. I'm not trying anymore. You know how much marriage
1: counseling we do where we just sit down with people <laughs> and we just say they're like we fight all the time And we're just like yeah, so do we and yeah. they're like well, doesn't that mean something wrong? and it's like no It means you're, you're working fight- through things you're f- fighting through some stuff mm-hmm. like you're not giving up you right. know. and then like how many times is like the marriage counseling over and they're just like I feel so much better and like there was no there was no real
0: breakthrough action or
1: step <laughs> other than just. Yeah, there's no breakthrough. It was just like, oh, maybe I'm not failing as bad as right. I thought. Maybe and I'm so not. I think because like because you're you could fi- you can feel like a failure. Yeah. in these things in life that are, I mean, something's really important to you. Right, like, like raising kids, and and uh, so
0: we'll, yeah. we'll we'll talk further, but even just feeling like you're failing, just know you're. Gonna make mistakes. If you
1: would have left Logan <laughs> in Target and just left him there, that would have been <laughs> that failing. would have been a failure. Yes. Yeah. yeah, but you got out with him and the groceries. And the
0: groceries.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so hey, let's talk. And about, he's still
0: alive. He's still with us today. Yes. I have a
1: few different things that come to mind, but the first, let's talk about expectations. Like, yeah. what is parenting? Mm-hmm. What is not parenting? What does the world say parenting is? Yeah. Because um, I have friends that uh. Lots of friends were not followers of Jesus. They're new parents, and I see them post things online or do things. And you know, when somebody posts something online, they are presenting something, right? So they're say they're making a statement a lot of times. And I mean, I have I have a number of friends who, uh, you know, they they post pictures of them holding their sons' hands or. They're with their kids. I know where you're going. <laughs> what am I going to say?
0: You might be saying that they post things and and say things like, oh, here's me and my best friend. Is that yeah. where you were going with yeah. that? Yeah, there's
1: actually, there's like a TikTok trend right now about like how God gives you daughters so that you'll have a best friend for the rest of your life. Have you yeah. heard that voice, voiceover? Um, and so, maybe. So, so yeah. is that true? Are your kids supposed to be your best friends? Because I feel like that is... <laughs> Some advice that a lot of people are hearing, and I would propose that that's going to complicate things more for your life.
0: I would agree. I think maybe the end goal of adulthood children and having a friendship with your adult children could be a goal like
1: a byproduct,
0: but a byproduct of good parenting throughout the years. But if your goal while your kids are in their formative years is being their best friend. Oh, that my feels...
1: twelve-year-old right now does not need a best friend in me. No,
0: he does not.
1: He needs he needs someone to help him not make the kind of mistakes that yeah. can derail his life. Yeah. While his prefrontal cortex is still developing, come on, and he is has a propensity toward irrational, yeah. emotional, and you know, really some life sabotage. Yeah. So when I was twelve, I did the dumbest things ever, <laughs> ever. Okay, by the time I was 16 my dad was like get out of this house, right? Yeah, I wasn't it took me It took a while for me what I, I had a good dad and My dad and I are really close now
0: mm-hmm.
1: But uh, and we were close then but I would say me and my my dad now have a friendship. Yeah, right But can I be honest with you? I still don't want my dad to be my best friend, right? I still don't want my bad dad to be my best friend. I want my dad to be my dad, right? I need a dad Mm-hmm. I'm turning 39. I still need a dad. Yeah. And God gives sons dads so that the sons can have a dad. Right. I think that if you're watching this and you're a mom and, or you're a dad you're and and, and you're like, well, whenever th- th- these little guys are my best friends, you want to make sure that you're not compromising a God given role that is assigned yeah. to your life. So good. Keep because about it's that. not in the best interest of if, if you're your, if you're your son's best friend, then where's he going to get a dad from? Where's he going to get a mom from? You know? And so it says in Ephesians 6, uh, it says to dads specifically, don't provoke your children to anger. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another translation says, don't be too harsh with them. Right. Um, Instead, train them and equip them. So the idea is, you know, your parenting is training for life. Yeah. So what if instead of thinking about your kids as being your best friends. You think about them as I have this season where I got to train them up right. and get them ready for what life's going to handle. Got
0: short 18 years with them in your care.
1: Yeah. You keep saying 18.
0: Well, yeah.
1: Is this, this is like a cutoff date for you?
0: I just feel like, well, I feel like our oldest is a lot like me. So the moment like he can be independent and free, he'll fly. When so. I was 18 <laughs> years old,
1: I woke up. I left I was a 17 senior.
0: to college. So, I mean, he'll be ready. Like I was going on trips by myself if I could, At 12, you know, so he'll be like, he will be like.
1: Yeah, you were mature and your parents felt good about that. Yeah. When I was 18 years old, (laughs) I was still a senior in high school and I woke up and guess what was spread across the foot of my bed?
0: I know it was.
1: Apartment ads. Yep. My dad's like, check out these different apartments that you can move out to. I'm like, dad, I'm, I'm, I'm a senior. I haven't even been to prom yet. (laughs) Like, what are you talking about? Like, let me finish high school. My dad's like, I'm just going to leave these here. 18 years old. My dad's like. And you're out. Yeah, it's yep. time to start thinking about get out. So you say 18. I don't think you're the only parent. I think there's some parents out there thinking like, how much longer do I got? With this yeah, guy? well,
0: and that's what I feel now. I mean, we were talking just about family vacations, like, you know, throughout, like, what what's our plans? What's our rhythm? All this stuff. And I'm like, we've got four years, four summers left with our oldest son before he's like but gonna fly.
1: I we have an interracial marriage. Yes. My wife is Hispanic, which makes my soul now. Hispanic. Yeah. Okay.
0: What part, what part of Hispania? Just kidding. Um,
1: (laughs) so that means that my daughter now plays by a different code. Yeah. So my sons, they may, my sons may be moving out at 18, but my daughter can live with me. Till she's
0: married. That's the Mexican code. All right. Yes. As did I. So, um, so
1: here here, back to the question. This person says, I feel like a failure at parenting. First, let's start with expectations. What is parenting? Yeah. It says in Proverbs, I think it's three or 22. Uh, Raise up a child mm-hmm. in the ways of God and then uh, when he's older,
0: he won't depart from it.
1: He won't depart. Yeah. So there's like a promise there by King Solomon, I believe, right? Why is this guy probably to ever live? Here we go. Yep. And he says, he says, start early. At raising and training up. The other translation is train up a child in the yeah. world. So, mm-hmm. so there's there's Solomon and then in Proverbs, and then there's Paul and Ephesians both saying parenting is about training, it's yeah. about developing, it's about raising up. Raising up is a big concept yeah. in, in in the scriptures mm-hmm. and according to these biblical biblical authors. They're saying, look at those kids like you're training them, right. You're equipping them, you're getting them ready for something. The other day <clears throat> my son was upset with me. And uh, I said the same thing that my parents told me. Isn't that the worst? <laughs> Is that not the moment when you say the same thing that your parent has said when to you? When you have become your parent. I'll give you something to cry about. Who's heard that one? Oh,
0: yeah, heard that one. Um, you want something to cry?
1: Hey, uh, cry? could we, Fernando, could you do a Google search? Let me know how many parents still spank their kids. Ooh. I want to know about spanking. Is that, let's get into that in a yeah, second. Yeah, we Because can. you can't talk about training up a kid without talking
0: about. <laughs> Discipline, yeah.
1: yeah. So, uh. Yeah, so expectations. I had to actually have a little DTR with my son. You know mm-hmm. what DTR is?
0: Define the relationship. Yes. Conversation. Maybe you're, yes.
1: maybe you're with a girl right now. She's your friends, but...
0: Are you friends? Are you are more, more friends? than friends? Anymore? You got to have that combo. You to have
1: DTR. Have the DTR. Yeah, so uh, the define the relationship talk was with my son. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, not that... Do you think my son thinks that I'm his best friend? No. I think... Are we talking about our oldest? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I think we've made it clear... And with time and, like, growing, um, we have realized—and I've told them, like, I'm not—I love you. I love spending time with you. I enjoy you. But my job, I'm going to make decisions that you don't like, and I'll try to help you understand them. But even if you don't understand them, you're going to have to trust me because God has assigned you to me, yeah. basically. And until you're an adult and you're able to make those decisions— I have to do everything I can to do the best job I can to raise you unto yeah. God. That, that's, what gonna, that's what I was gonna.
1: That's I say. Yeah. I told Logan that the other day. I
0: mean, we tell. He I, was
1: upset about something, and I was like, "Look, this is the way that it goes. Yeah, you know, you don't have to like this, right? You know, but uh, I'm not. I'm not here to be your friend, man. I'm yeah. here to be your dad. And I, I told him, and I've said this many, many times, and I, I'm even beginning to tell my se- my eight year old son this too. It's like I'm training you, bro. Yeah. I'm training you. For a life that is going to be challenging, right? That's going to people that are going to betray you. Yeah. Um, the I mean, pain is suffering. Suffering. <laughs> you don't just have the enemy out there who who's after you. You have the world that's after you. You have you have all this stuff coming at you. Yeah. And I want to get you as ready as I can. And so you know you don't have to like this. You don't have to understand this. But just consider it training, my yeah. guy.
0: <laughs> well, and also I think there's this like false narrative that our culture has um, owned or or taken on and it's like happiness is the goal Mm -hmm. and so as a parent how that plays in is if your kid's happy that's 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 the goal and not that you don't want happy if I'm happy that's
1: the goal (laughs) you know what just (laughs) grab your iPad go in the closet close the door and let me know when the battery dies that's – you want to know discipline? You want to know – that's the secret sauce right No, there. the
0: secret sauce is taking the iPad oh away. Oh, my gosh. Anyway. Um, this is no, why I asked the question I think, about
1: spanking. All okay, right, keep going. No,
0: no, I just think that, like, our as parents sometimes we think that, like, our kids' happiness is the goal. And obviously you want a child that is happy and loved. And But if you're training them yeah. for life, telling them that everything's always happy and good and that's the goal – is actually not doing them a service. For instance, like I, when the kids were young and it was chaos and it was hard, I used to just live by the fair rule, um, which was like, everyone gets the same thing. Everyone, it's gonna be fair. Uh And this is uh, the way we're gonna live our life so it's easier on me and everyone's happy. Mm. And uh, I did that for a little bit and then I quickly realized and I felt like it was the Lord Maybe it was through you. I can't even remember what happened, but something shifted. And I just was like, oh, my gosh, life isn't fair. Ooh, yeah. What am I teaching my kid if everyone gets the same thing mm. and everything's Talk always the same? I'm actually doing a disservice to my kids, yeah. raising them in, a, in an environment where, man, if that's not fair, yeah, like— yeah. Everything gonna, goes w- you, everything w- falls apart. And would it so, be fair to
1: say that's where a lot of entitlement comes from?
0: Hundred yeah, percent. And so you, I realize like, hey, I take one kid out, they get something special that day. I come home, the other one goes, Hey, that's not fair. Kendall got this. And I say, you know what? Life's not fair. There's yeah. gonna be moments where you get certain things and special things. Yeah. We're gonna celebrate yeah. our our siblings when something special or different happens to them. That's good. And not like we were conditioning them for ha- happiness. So the, f- the moment life's not happy, they freak out because yeah. all you've done is created this happy environment where everything is even keel and everything's fair and everything is, is good. And then they, they grow up and yeah. they realize this world is broken and it's, it's painful and it. And we've not nav helped them navigate yeah. life through that. And so I think this goal of like happiness and perfection and, Fairness is really doing a disservice, and we're just listening to this lie of, like, oh, keep them happy. so it's like, train them.
1: They said, I feel like I'm failing at parenting. Maybe this <coughs> measuring rod of happiness is making things complicated for you. Yeah. So maybe teach them that life's not fair, like you're saying, Yeah, and then help them. I mean, I don't want to regurgitate what you just said. Yeah, you just yeah. said it so beautifully. Um, and, and the second thing I would say about about complicated, make complicated, is if your kid's your best friend, and then you're not, and then you're not living out the, <coughs> you're not living out the, the the assignment of being a father with the posture of being and the expectations or a mother. Yeah, yeah. So I think those two things might be making you feel like a failure. When if you dial those in. Uh, I could see that as helping your helping your child understand and grow, yeah, and helping you realize like, hey, when my kids not happy, that doesn't mean I'm doing a bad job, right? When my kids not, you know, being my best totally. friend, and, and he's mad at me.
0: my kids are mad at me. Yeah, that's okay. Like yeah. it, it, it <laughs> if you're doing what God has called you to do to the best of your ability, and your kids not happy with that, they'll they'll I promise you, one day they will thank you. Yeah, you know, what I mean? there's so many times. Oh, I, that reminds I grew me of up, the scripture. I grew up with super strict parents who I thought when I was a teenager were absurd and, you know, lame at at moments because I couldn't do this or I couldn't go there. My parents, I like have to thank on a weekly basis because I see I go, oh, my God, that was (laughs) that was phenomenal parenting or like I get it now. That was so smart. I'm doing that with my kid. Like you don't see it as a kid and you don't have to, but like it will reap benefits for your kids adulthood and in the trajectory of their life and they will thank you one day so even if they don't like you right now that's okay so (laughs) things that make parenting
1: complicated or make you feel like a failure expectations the wrong expectations totally um and then i would say the role in the family Mm -hmm. we need to talk about that and then let's talk about discipline so before we talk about discipline which i think it'll be fun to talk about (laughs) because i'd love to hear that about how you were disciplined as a kid yeah um also you know you also what's the order of the family Because you know what psychologists will tell you unanimously? They will say, the best way to show your kids that you love them is to love their mom. Yeah. Or to love their dad. Right. So the way you love their, you know, that's the best way to show. Now, a lot of our listeners, viewers, they are not in that situation. They're a single mom. Sure. They're a single dad. Our heroes. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're doing the role of both Mm -hmm. and uh, God will help you. Yeah. Um, And then your job is actually now to still be able to honor that mom or, 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 the parent that's the parent. not there. Yeah, that baby yeah. mama drama. Mm-hmm. You got to honor that and her without, you know, because then when you when you speak down about their mom, mm-hmm. you're actually you're actually damaging that relationship with yeah. your son, or the, you're you're damaging, you know, you're you're putting you're putting. You, I'm, I'm trying to not say it hard. I'm trying to. how, how You're do I say saying it? that despite that's the mom. behavior,
0: <laughs> or. You know, warranted negativity towards that person. When you choose the higher road, when you choose to not speak uh, negatively about that parent, whether they deserve it or not, that's the way that you honor God. Yeah. And uh, it it will actually show your kids what Hardest grace looks do. like, what honor looks like. People, whether they're deserving of it or not, shouldn't implicate how you... Yeah approach though. so
1: that let me let me go on a tangent for a second okay okay so i see this clip the other day it's a guy talking about how when he talks to his kids mm-hmm. their last name is we'll just use coleman for example our Okay, last name. and he was saying you know
0: <clears throat> that's a great last when name.
1: i when i talk to my kids i say this is how the coleman family does it mm. and he says when they do something that's incorrect i say well this is how the coleman family does it and this is who the coleman family is right and this is how the coleman family right and I think that there is a history of of parenting advice where mm-hmm. where people say, "Hey, you got to establish your values, right. what you're all about." And uh, I, I see this kind of stuff going all the way back into ancient times with like family crests, yeah, right, where they have like different icons that say, "This is who we are, this is what we're all about." And the thing about that is, we have a different culture that's actually bigger. We have values that are actually bigger. Than even our family Mm -hmm. and that's the family of God yeah and so I have a father son I have a father he's taught me how to live by these values he's taught me who I am and so I don't just say this is how the Coleman family does it and I want to be careful with this yeah because when my son gets older he's gonna be figuring out how he's gonna lead his family right and I don't want him to lead his family the way I led him Mm
0: -hmm. I want him
1: to lead his family the way God leads him. Right. And we can wind up defaulting to this human, you know, lowercase F families way of doing things. Yeah. When <clears throat> the truth is, is that God has a way of doing things. He has values. Mm-hmm. He has a vision for your family. He has a way of doing things. And so in this situation where, you know, Hey, uh, you know, cause, cause it's like, I want to go to Johnny's house and spend the night. How come Johnny gets to have sleepovers and I don't? Mm-hmm. And then you go, well, the Coleman family kids don't do sleepovers. <laughs> Johnny got to see the new Marvel movie. How come I don't get to see it? Well, the Coleman Kit family doesn't watch rated R movies or whatever sure. it is, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, but beyond that, you start to teach them God's way. So now yeah. you're in the training category. Mm-hmm. So now you're saying, "Hey, um, the reason why we don't do that is because my father, our father, has shown us this is how a family is supposed to be." Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah. And so you don't want to default to the to to your family way of doing it you want to default to a biblical way of doing it right. and that will mm-hmm. uncomplicate things
0: totally. because watch
1: what happens here the mom who is talking or the dad i'll say it this way who is talking and bashing his baby mama mm-hmm. in front of his kids uh that's well that's, that there goes your mom again oh well there goes you know well that's the way she is well you gotta get used to that with her mm-hmm. and she used to do that with me and there she is late again for pickup, or there she is flaking on you, or there she is with another guy, or whatever it is. What is that 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 dad is actually dishonoring and speaking uh, ill, you know, disparaging to, to 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 that to that to that baby mama mm-hmm. in front of the kids? And what you're doing is you're you're actually showing them an, an the the opposite of way a family's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And though your family may not be, you know, the way a that unit. A unit. Like your family with, home. with God is still, you're still a family yeah. unit with God. So if God teaches you to honor, mm-hmm. then you can honor her. So they can still see honor in the home, even if the mom isn't living with you. And that's how the family can grow.
0: Right. That's
1: how the family can feel safe. And that's how you can demonstrate a kingdom culture rather than just a family well, culture. Well,
0: and I think, too, to, to piggyback on that, um, we don't have a Coleman family handbook, Right. Right? Like there's nothing written in our home that would say, these are our rules. This is how it goes. But we do have the word of God that gives us biblical principles to live by. So one day your kids, your word's not going to mean Diddly squat to that. Yeah. <laughs> like they may not respect you. They may not like you. They may push back a lot and cause a lot of havoc. But if it's not just your authority, but the authority of God, where yeah. you could say like, hey, the Bible says that yeah. this, we're honoring God with with our lives and in this home. That is a much better <laughs> authority in All your lives. And then they see you living by that as well. Like that is generational. uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but it's going to be so much stronger than it's less complicated. It's less complicated. It's concrete. It honors God because I'm going to get it wrong. You're going to get it wrong. We're going to make mistakes.
1: Yeah. The reason why you don't treat your sister like that is because this is what God's word says. Right. The reason why we don't, we don't, uh, aren't dishonest in that area of our life is because this is what God's word is. The reason is, why we don't talk God. like that right. to people is because this is what we've learned, you know, so that you kind of default back to like what you said, this rock that they can stand on this, right. this, 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 this person, th- this father that's in all of our lives. Right. And that's the, that's the, that's what holds everything together. And like you said, they get older and they want to change some things about the way they were raised. That's mm-hmm. fine. Cause it won't, they, they'll, they'll find a new way, a new method. Right. Like the actual, but they have message.
0: that foundation. Yeah of what the word of God says, and then they can navigate it however they'd like. How
1: complicated is making up your own way of doing things? That's complicated.
0: Or, I mean, I feel like (laughs) us growing up, we heard this line too, um, because that's what I said. You know what I mean? Like, you would ask the question because I I said so. Yeah. And not that that's a wrong answer because the parents are the authority in the home, but if as a parent you can say, Because let me show you in the word of God, what that says, all of a sudden there's, we're believers because Because we, you know, because we are living our life in reciprocation of everything God's done for us. We're going to do this. (coughs) And like, it's just so much
1: because I said, so works until they're like five. And then yeah. you've got to start telling them why you're doing stuff. Otherwise,
0: well, they won't understand yeah, and then you, they gotta, won't you be have able- to train them. Yeah,
1: you have to train them. The goal is not just to get them to obey you. The goal is for them to understand right. why this is a value, why mm-hmm. this is important, why this is going to help them succeed. And so we talked about expectations. Yeah. And, you know, we talked about the expectations with them. Mm-hmm. Also, the family order. Yeah. Right. So, so the best way you show your kid you love them is to love their spouse. And that could be for you for your single parent, just not. Just bash, honoring
0: the other person. Bashing,
1: yeah, yeah or, or honoring them despite it. And your kids will grow up later and be like, wow, look at my dad. He's an honorable man, the way he put up with that.
0: Right. They're going to see it one yeah. day. We're all, I think so many times in that situation, there's like there's just fear that comes in that like, oh, like.
1: They're figuring it out. They're they don't, figuring don't, it they don't out. Know. It's hard. They don't know. Yeah. yeah. And then I would also say is like, you know, along with those expectations is you're first in the house. Yeah. You're in first place. Mm-hmm. We're all equals in the house. Okay. But you're in first place. Mm-hmm. And so like when I get home from work, the best moment of my day is when my kids run out to my truck and yeah. they, they want to they want they they're so excited to see me that they want to meet me at my truck before I even be get in the house. It's the greatest thing in the world. I used to come home from work and I'd be on a work phone call and I'd walk in, and I'd be like, Shh, should shh. I be on the phone talking to you? By the way, I don't know why I'm holding a phone like this. It should be like this. Like this. Like uh, this, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I I walk in, I'm on the phone and I'm, and, 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 you know, you're trying to tell the kids, what are you telling the kids when you walk in on the phone and you're saying, I'm on the phone call? Well, you're telling them that work is first.
0: Right. Right. So you gotta be careful. A lot of us
1: work from home now. So you gotta be careful with that. Yeah. Right. So, um, what, what are you telling the kids? What are you telling the family? When you get so what I would do is I stay in the car until my phone calls over right last week. My kids were shaking my truck (laughs) while I'm on a work phone call.
0: (laughs) It's happened to me before I hang up. It's good to see you.
1: Yeah. Then we go into the house. All right. So we got we got mom. We got oldest son. Middle son, our our center born. We call center, them. the center. We have of our, our daughter, family. and then we have our dog.
0: And we have okay? our dog. So this is the yes. house. This
1: is the greeting. This is the greeting. This is what. And happens, Mojo right? may
0: be the, the the most excited to see yes. you. Yes. So you walk in.
1: <laughs> the kids sometimes it's like they want to hug, especially when they were little. Like they yeah. want to give you a Daddy. hug. Case, daddy's home. Right, which is the best thing in the world. Uh, but I've learned that if I and this is gonna sound so crazy to some of you guys, but I'm telling you, I think psychologically this makes a difference. You know where I'm going with this? Mm-hmm. Rather than kissing my kids and hugging my kids first, I want to hug and kiss my wife first. And it kind of bothered them at first because they're like, I'm like just football face palming them. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> and then I come in for a kiss and a hug with you. And it kind of bothered them at first, but then they began to love it because I teach them, hey, mom's first around here. I love you. Well, her. you just came home She's last night one. from
0: being out of town. And we were all so excited to see you. We ran out. I don't know if you realize this, but I ran to you first and Kendall was right on my coattails, but then she hung back and she like, let us have our moment first. And then she was second in line. Oh, but she did. I didn't she even did. notice. She kind of like hung out and she was like, okay, mom's going to go first. Yeah. And then she was like, as soon as we were done, she was like, okay, I'm second, you know, but that's like a natural thing. Now they all are still excited to see you, but they finally like,
1: I wonder what people you know. think when they hear this kind of thing <laughs> <laughs> for one. We're crazy. Do you think God has a family for you? that is full of love. Yeah. Do you think he has a marriage for you where you have a committed relationship of, of trust? Do you, do you, um do you think that this is that God has this for you? And I would say I think God does. Yeah. I think God would love to bless you with I mean not everybody has to get married. I mean right. shout out to to JC, 33 years single man never got married, mm-hmm. right? Not everybody has to get married. Uh you know, but if, if that's in your heart and you want to get married man I think God would do that for your life. yeah so maybe maybe just listening to this idea like what what is my vision for my, my marriage? Do, do I want to have a family where where the wife is number one I can tell you I feel like that's biblical. yeah that's a biblical way to do things right I think I'm going to stand before God and I'm going to answer for the daughter that He gave me, you, mm-hmm. uh, daughter and the daughter in the Lord. Right, mm-hmm. one of his daughters right. I've been entrusted with. I think I'm gonna answer for that first before I answer for my kids. He's gonna yeah. go, How'd it go with that with that woman I gave you? Yeah. And then he's gonna say, How'd it go with those kids I gave you? I think it's gonna be in that order. Well, then how'd it go with that it, dog I gave you?
0: <laughs> if you think about it just year wise, like we're going to spend a lot more time together than our kids will be with us because they will grow up and have their own family. So, you know, that it makes sense.
1: I grew up having family night on Friday night. Shout out to- Us too.
0: TGIF. Shout out (laughs) to
1: Steve Urkel. (laughs) Were you more of a family matters guy or a full house guy? Oh,
0: it was so close. I mean, right neck and neck.
1: I was more of a step-by-step guy.
0: What? Step-by-step. Deep cut. Day by day, yeah. So yes. I, we grew up Shout doing out that. Go to the 90s. Got a
1: blockbuster video, oh, right? Yes. Pick so out a good. couple movies. Me and my dad would VHS. pick out VHS. <laughs> me and my dad are watching Sylvester <laughs> Stallone, watching JCVD. You know what JCVD is? Uh,
0: Jean Claude Van Damme.
1: That's right. Yes. Watching uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay, we're watching Terminator. These movies. Yeah. Uh me and my mom we you know we pick out a true story, we pick pe- pick out a made for TV. Ah. Uh, we pick out, uh some sort of documentary maybe, gotcha. maybe. Uh,
0: we went to grandma's Friday nights and watched TJF yeah. every every Friday.
1: Realized later though, here's the point of this. You have a busy life. Mm-hmm. If Friday night is date night every is Friday night is if family night every week is is Friday, mm-hmm. Wednesday date night. So I had to choose to do date night on Friday. Yeah. Instead of family night mm-hmm. because I can work a family night in later but it's not the priority. The priority is the date night because I want I want to make sure that we're good and yeah. and you I don't want you to ever feel like you're getting sloppy seconds from the kids, you know? Yeah. I wonder if people feel like failures because some things are out of order in their life and the things that deserve the most priority aren't getting them and so you feel like and if you just prioritize and put the right things put the put the things that are most important to you first, I'll say it that way, I wonder if you'll feel better. Like, well, at least I did that, you know? My kids hate me, but we had a great date night. <laughs> my kids don't talk to me, but my sex life is on point. So. Oh, my goodness.
0: Um, I think it's so true. I mean, we 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 live in a culture that really idolizes our kids. Yeah. And I think there's that's a detriment to marriages. It's a detriment to the home and the family health because we're putting our kids first, and, and that's out of order. I mean, it, I life so. can get busy with kids. We have three. There's- Plenty of people that have more than three. You start putting in sports and extracurricular activities. Like you could fill up your calendar with just things that are going on for your kids. And if your marriage is suffering because of that, your home will feel probably out of order, chaotic, and you might feel like you're failing.
1: So just to recap, define the relationship. Yeah, Are they your your kids first or your friends first? Number two, you want that kingdom culture. What I mean by that is like you want... You want a, you want people, you want your family to do what God says, not Mm -hmm. just what dad says. And that's going to last longer. And number three, let's talk about discipline, disciplining your kids. Here's the thing about the Bible and what it says about discipline. Okay. It says in Hebrews (laughs) chapter 12, that we all have fathers that disciplined us and a good father disciplines his son. Yeah. And if a father, it says this, for those of you that were disciplined by your fathers, you don't hold that against them or resent them. You appreciate it now as an adult. Yeah. And it says a good father disciplines a son. If you are not disciplined by your father, that makes you an illegitimate son. Wow. So he says, if fathers don't care enough about you to discipline you, you're not really their son to them. Mm. That's powerful.
0: Yeah. And Deep. then he's
1: then he ties that into our heavenly father and says, So when God puts you through some hard things or disciplines you or is correcting your course, mm-hmm. remember it's because he loves you and you're his son. Yeah. If he didn't do that, you would be Considered illegitimate. A good father cares about you enough to discipline. So I just want to say that I don't know how you discipline, but but would, discipline is if you're not disciplining vital. your kids,
0: it's important. that will
1: that will complicate your life. Yeah. So your kids will, you know, if you don't, all kids need discipline. They need yeah. correction. They need guidance. And you got to figure out how you're going to do it. I'm not here to endorse spanking or not. Yeah. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you the secret. Take away the iPad. <laughs> That's worse than spanking. Take away the phone. Right. So kids all right. would
0: rather take the spanking than take have their other stuff taken anything away. Anything else you want to <laughs> add to this?
1: Just to recap, things that are complicating, being a parent, I and making you feel like a failure. Number one, your identity, when it's wrapped up in anything that you do, Right. when you fail at what you do, it makes you feel like you're failing at who you are. Yep. And you are not a failure. Right. Okay.
0: You're going to make mistakes, yes. own it, know it, get back up, get back in the saddle, God's hand is with you, uh, and he's going to help you navigate it. And yeah. I think sometimes we think we're doing it alone. Like, For those of you that are in Christ, you have the Holy Spirit to help you navigate hard, painful situations, easy ones, all of it. Like, use the time that God's given you with your kids to train them up, to love him, and to make an impact and a difference in the world with their life. Give them a vision for their life.
1: More things that are complicating, uh, just, just a flurry of the recap, define the relationship. Yeah. Okay. Make sure that your kids know that you're there to train them, not to be their best friend. Yeah. Uh, put the put your the the spouse first, mm-hmm. and in the way that you uh, treat them, and any way that you can that helps them understand, um, because the way you love your spouse is the best way to show your kid that you love them. That that creates the safest home possible for them. Uh, three. Uh, discipline. Don't skip out on discipline. Yeah. Figure out what that looks like because if you don't discipline your kids, you really got to ask yourself where your heart's at because. A good father, a good mother—you love your kid enough to correct them and help them. Right. You're not hands off. You're hands on. And uh, I would say the same thing you said about about yeah, kingdom culture, meaning like this is what what this is how God's family operates, not just this is how the Coleman family operates. Yeah. And then the idea that life's not fair, so maybe not everything in life for them needs to be fair. I thought that was brilliant when you yeah. said that. Um, I think those are things that when we, that we we put those things into practice, uh, we'll we'll see we'll, things will be a little less complicated. Yeah, and um, that's because we're doing it God's way, and God never intended faith to be complicated. Yeah. Love you guys.